Do we really need to do this show every week? (laughs) 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 The problem is I really don't. I I like watching wrestling still. I really do. But I don't. Yeah, when it's good, it's great. Anything. I don't retain anything. So I don't feel like I need to talk about it on a podcast. I feel I've made a horrible mistake doing so many hundreds of episodes of this podcast and, and this week to... is an even bigger mistake because we're not even in the studio so you don't have your like drop board in front of you to, I do not. to contribute <clears throat> but we do we do have kylo walking around on the desk here so say hello my son oh oh shoot that was huh <laughs> that was actually a really cute little yeah a little, little no, it's not. say hello my son <laughs> son he is he's my idiot son <laughs> hookhausen 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 i mean the pop for hookhausen alone oh <sighs> it's exciting it is it's so cool to see everyone on the same page and that's where rich uncle tony is at his best right it was when he can when he can hand you uh soft serve you a sunday on a platter and it looks like that's what we're going to get. And it's so much fun. Yeah. So much fun to watch it develop. Yeah, it's. um, it, it, On one hand, there's the the abused girlfriend factor of like WWE likes to pull the rug out from under you when you think you're going to get something you like so often that I'm, I'm still there's still a part of me that's gun shy of like, is he actually going to give us Hookhausen? But then at the same time, like you said, like. Tony Khan loves to give us what we want. So I, I think I think we'll see it. Yeah, and going into the the match, I was like, man, I really would have loved Hookhausen, but how cool is this anyways? Yeah. And then, you know, it all played out the way it did. And it, uh, man, it's just win-win. And when you get those certain sweet spot storylines, this is this is how I really got into KO, I think, in, in the uh, sort of NXT Finn Balor sure. kind of days. We uh, KO was in first, but um, yeah, just watching these these early developmental storylines and like rooting for certain paths to be taken, but mm-hmm. also recognizing that unlike most storylines where you sort of are taking everything with a huge grain of salt and sort of uh, sort of um, cynical about it all, I'm going into this one like every every inch of tape that rolls. Uh, 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 metaphorically speaking, of course, because this is 2022 20, uh, and yep. there is no tape to roll. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I just, like I said, I, I was, I was like, well, we're at least we're going to get the match. I hope it's not a Danhausen squash. I can't see how they would make that his debut. And that was sort of my, and I was going to be happy either way, but then we're getting Hookhausen. Hookhausen. I said I was going to drag the Hookhausen conversation in 90 minutes. <laughs> and I think I'm a good portion of the way there hey everybody <laughs> welcome to a uh one fall show at home this week as we uh have returned to zoom because uh well justin could not be here with us this week and uh miss erica is currently quarantining to make sure that she doesn't give anybody her germs well i mean and... they're not my germs they're my husband's germs and right. as i told shawnee i'm fairly certain that uh the the love of my life caught COVID from a GCW show. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, uh, the one at Harpo's. I mean, of all the diseases to get from Harpo's, 
COVID was the one. Um, But like, I mean, I had COVID in February and like we, we both, we both, you know, took a chance and didn't wear masks and I'm not sick. So. Well, that's good. I haven't been there in almost nigh 20 years, but uh, I would stress (laughs) my memory being in, and you can tell me if this has changed. Um, okay, first off, you know the line from Star Wars uh, when he's talking about Mos Eisley Cantina and nowhere in the universe where you find a more loathsome hive of scum and villainy. That that's a fucking Harpo's. Uh, also, you cannot undersell like what a stank pit that oh, place is. It's a hole, and yeah. like I think, well, I don't know if you were. I don't know if I mentioned this last week uh, on the show and stop me if I did check it, but I'll tell Sean. Uh, so my, my mom, I guess, went to Harpo's in the seventies when it was a discotheque for like a minute. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And I, and like, mind you, like my mom lived in like Utica. I hope they played heart of glass by Blondie that night. I'm sure they did. <laughs> um, but like, like I'm thinking like, shoot, that's a jaunt mom going like East, down M59, down, you know, going, you know, down 94 to right. and like, and I'm like, that seems, she goes, what, you know, we didn't think it was that bad at the time. She goes, yeah, I mean, when you paid cover, you got three drink tickets and like you would just slam your drinks right away and then just ride it. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you basically broke even. It was great. That's how so, I like to roll. Yeah. Uh, especially at this advanced age. Yeah. I'll go in and I'll front load and do like a double <laughs> shot right away and then buy a drink to nurse and then yeah, still fucking get to midnight and go, oh God, why did I drink so much? Even though I had three <laughs> goddamn drinks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we uh we got some wrestling to talk about. Obviously, we are I thought last week we were a week away from backlash and then discovered that there was still another week of programming to deal with. Um, I didn't deal I, with a single second of a chuck. Well, um, the the SmackDown on Friday was actually pre-taped because they were over in England. Oh, even ah. better. So I, I had read, you know, what well, was... Finn Balor it, and Bailey. I mean, everybody's got a great stuff you have on that show, right? Oh, on, on SmackDown? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sami Zayn in a cage with uh, Drew McIntyre. And I don't uh, like Drew McIntyre. I'm just, I, I don't, don't think I retained I don't anything else. Oh, so yeah. I'm just that's it. right. I don't care for Drew McIntyre. The contract signing between the Usos and RK Bro, which somehow turned into a six man tag where no titles are being unified or on the line. Next yeah, weekend. what the hell is that? Yeah, no, Drew <laughs> and the uh, and RK Bro are gonna fight the bloodline. And uh, yeah, so that's a thing. It's actually a little sad that our son couldn't be with us today uh, because I, I, I'm i with you, Erica. Like, I don't want Justin to be sad, but this is so exemplary of just pulling the rug out from under you, having a giving you a thing that you want and at the, at the 11th hour being like, nope. Yeah, it, it just, I, I don't see know. see the suit I'm wearing? Yep. Like it, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's just, you know, it's, you know, or as I say, like it's Lucy, Charlie Brown and the football. Yeah. It's like, we're going to run. We're going to get it. Boom. Um, it, I, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they're, I don't know what they're doing over there. I don't know yeah. what they're doing they're over just there. Firing people every ninety days. Well, yeah, yeah that here's was here's the football and out the fucking door. See yeah. ya. Peace out, fool. Yeah, that was the other bit of news uh, from last like Thursday, Friday was the ten names from NXT that got released. Um, the two big ones, at least to me, Mount being Malcolm Bivens and Dakota Kai. Yeah, because I don't know. Out of all those names, I don't know how you don't have anything for either of those people. It, it just, it does, it just, I wish I could, I wish I had more to say other than like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like that's where I'm at right now. And it's just, I, I, you Wouldn't know. you think that Vince McMahon would want Malcolm simply on the fact that he's a tiny African-American person. And that would be funny to that despicable old man. Malcolm Bivens is legit hilarious oh yeah great fucking guy he would come through with evolve i'm sure i've told this story many many times but it would be so much fun because he was a heel manager and people would let him have it uh old time friend of the show i don't think he listens anymore but uh, uh leroy would bring a sign uh to taunt malcolm bivens but then after the show you'd hang with him super super chill dude down to earth amazing he's he's going to be in aew and he's going to be fantastic he's fucking brilliant that that's the only uh part of it that you can make any sense out of is that both of those names uh, according to the dirt sheets had made it clear that they were not interested in resigning so the people making the decisions went well all right then We'll just include you in this list of people that we're letting go today. That legitimate kind of point but, that we should probably know a little more. But I do like my scenario in which uh, all those things I said are ring true. Sure. Um, which the the other thing that I just read, I think yesterday, is that Roddy Strong apparently is in the Mustafa Ali position of yep. having asked for release multiple times over the last six months or so. Yeah, I, I saw that too. And like, you know, what they one, if if he was going to move up, they would make him change his name, which he doesn't want to do. And yeah. then at the same time, they also they also know like, well, if we get rid of him, he's just going to go to AEW and be right. With, you know, his brothers. Yeah, you're uh, just gonna you're just gonna put the undisputed era back together. He's the only piece missing. Yeah. So it, it, they're basically saying like, no, you can have the original three members, but you can't have Roddy. Yeah, <laughs> I could so. I could see that being the whole like, nope, nope, nope. Mustafa Ali's position is way like weirder, yeah. way more like I don't understand what's going on here. Yeah, it's just it's such a weird time. Like, I, I, I guess like I would love to know you know from somebody like because we, we get you know we get justin's explanation of why he still watches and stuff which sure. i personally i still don't get um but like i'd love to like legit know like why 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 do you why do you always go to bat for this company that clearly doesn't give a rat's ass about its fans right i just i just don't get it I, I make my living off of words and those are the only words I have. <laughs> I don't know, but any, you know, I mean, people just have their passions and oftentimes we don't understand them. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with the fact that he loves it. The problem is that I just don't want to talk about it every week. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's like we were saying earlier, like when wrestling is good, boy, oh boy, there's nothing like it in the world. But it's also, as we've discovered now that we have so many flavors of wrestling, it's it's all personal taste, you know, and obviously AEW caters to the three of our tastes a lot more than the WWE product does. At one point, NXT was the sweet spot, you know, Mm -hmm. before there was an AEW. Absolutely. And now, not so much. (laughs) No, NXT sucks now, Chuck. Yeah, well, they also got rid of, uh, I think it was Parker Boudreaux, which was supposed to be like the next Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and they, well, Dexter, no. Yeah, Yeah, Dexter Dexter Lewis. Lewis. That was surprising. Yeah. That seemed like a character that would fit right into this sort of weird two and a half dimensional. Much appreciated. Two and a half dimensional world they're creating. (laughs) Yeah. Would he have just been Dexter or would would he have just been Lewis? little blurry around the edges we don't want stories to have any particular beats that cause emotion <laughs> uh to answer your question chuck i think he'd be loomis just because of the show dexter right they would have a hard time just making him just dexter yes but hello this is loomis mm-hmm. the hell yeah. is a loomis loomis What's is a loomis? The loomis dr loomis uh fought uh, michael myers in halloween ah Ah, yes. oh, yeah, that's yeah. a nice deep cut. I bet that I'm sure that was on purpose. Oh, sure, sure, sure. One would think. I hope when the I, I guess the one uh, silver lining of this is that because they're all NXT talents, they don't have three months to sit through. It's just a 30 day yeah. uh, wait mm-hmm. to see where some of these guys drop and these guys and girls. Man, I hope Dexter Loomis doesn't talk when he shows up wherever he shows up. It's gonna, it's gonna blow my mind to hear a voice come out of that guy. That gimmick has been so over with me. Yeah, it's like it'll have to completely change his look, right? Like it'll have to be this whole Ezekiel transformation if he's gonna talk. Yeah, right. You'll <laughs> <laughs> grow a goatee and get rid of the mustache and just have like the soul patch. Great. Well, looking forward to it, Chuck. <laughs> Yes, looking. I, I I eagerly await Loomis's soul patch era. Ah, yes. <laughs> Great, fantastic! It's like those bad Metallica albums. Yeah, yeah, it'll be exactly like those. those. In fact, instead of Loomis hit on the indie circuit, he'll be going by Reload. <laughs> no, he's <sighs> going by Saint Anger because I just had to once again. I just finished listening to that catalog. Uh, yeah. Saint Anger is a piece of shit. Oh my god. Like yeah, I heard, you know like, like the I, super heavy drums. That's the uh isn't that the one by uh what's his nuts? Uh the wizard. Who uh who is the producer on Saint Anger? Do you call oh him? was it Rick Rubin? Yeah, I think no, I don't, I don't think he was on that one. No. Oh okay, okay, okay. He was uh, he was a little up. later because he did he, they did he did eventually do a Metallica record and I can't remember what it was. Mm. Yeah, oh. that's the, you're right. It was it was after Saint Anger. Saint Anger was that peak of trash. That was the one where they literally just turned his drums up to like twelve, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. The, yeah. the snare is just a garbage can. <laughs> uh, Bob Rock was somehow involved with that Saint Anger record, and like Bob Rock is, you know, good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what, Bob? What'd you do? I mean, this isn't a Metallica podcast, but there are a multitude of stories about Lars specifically in the studio being somebody that it's like, well, I'm paying you millions of dollars. Do what I say. I don't care what it sounds like. So 
Yeah, yes. I mean, you know, I mean, they were at they were selling so many records that they did have that sort of rare artist privilege of being able to fully produce their own record for yeah. an audience that was there and ready to buy it. Right. Like so many artists eventually get to do that, but it's on a very small scale. And, you know, at that point, there's not much interest in, you know, I mean, whatever Metall I had lost. I had long lost interest in Metallica by that point. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you uh, haven't seen it, pissed me right the fuck off way back in the day. If you haven't seen it, the movie that they uh, filmed during the making of that, some kind of monster, fascinating watch. I haven't watched that probably since it shortly, like it's probably been two decades for me. So maybe I'll rewatch that just to be like, oh, that's what happened with that record. Okay, yeah. everyone was crazy. Um, going back to the Rick Rubin thing, Rick Rubin produced Death Magnetic. Definitely ah okay right, okay it's an interesting album it's not even that particularly good i was just shocked that you were calling it a piece of shit but yes this is oh no bad. like i i think you know i think it's bad like in in the in the canon because apparently fuck it whenever we don't want to talk about wwe let's just talk about Who this is now a metallica podcast yeah, yeah. All, all nightmare long <laughs> Ooh, yeah 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 um yeah like i i was listening when i was just kind of slogging my way through it i'm like Ugh. Yeah. Oh God. It's not gonna I, end. This I feel is how like I die. Podcast, you say. I feel like there's uh there's songs in the front end that are way more listenable. Like Frantic would be a good song if somebody produced it properly. I do like some kind of monster, even though after watching the movie and seeing how they wrote it, it infuriates me because they literally just jammed for 45 minutes and then cut and pasted the parts they liked in Pro Tools and slapped them together and called it a song. And I'm like, what? No, you don't go in the studio and just fucking do that. You come in the studio with the song and then record it. You come into the studio, you wait for to take 45 hours to record his part. And then... So right i was right, gonna say exactly. a name i was gonna say a name and i realized without the name i was gonna get the pop and uh, <laughs> yeah, so you know that's where the bork alarm comes in bork, no. bork, bork, bork. bork 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 yeah uh. between that and the scene of um dave the, there's therapist having dave mustaine come talk to them and him being like what the fuck is your problem you're fucking metallica it was it that that's spectacular this. i've heard of the stories of what that movie is about but i i can't never been able to bring myself to watch it i yeah, liked them in 1995 and then i stopped it's it's fascinating it's absolutely fascinating what else was fascinating i mentioned earlier oh and i was on the wrong side of history chuck <laughs> i mentioned earlier the wwe had pre-taped smackdown so they could be in uh europe for for their uk tour during the uk tour in fact i think it was on a friday night bobby lashley was fighting drew mcintyre and the top ring rope broke and there oh, is my. video on twitter of drew hitting the ropes and it popping and bobby being two steps behind him to hit the other side of the ropes and going ass over apple cart over that middle rope and to the floor Ooh yikes yeah it was That's it was scary. tough it was real tough yeah i i saw a similar moment like that happen years ago um 
uh, when progress rolled into town. Uh, well, yeah, you were at, uh, yeah, Shawnee was at the Evolve show. House of Black. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, I went to the progress show and uh, Brody King, like, was just doing Ooh. his thing. And, like, it, it, like, it was kind of a miracle he didn't just boom on his yeah. head. Like everyone in well, the let's Knights be honest, of Columbus the crowd Hall. is so on top of you that it, it, it's lucky that no one was killed. Um, I, I, he was generally safe. <laughs> but, I know, but at yeah, the same it was time, so it's... weird. But to see, like, because that was like a like a four person or six person or some crazy match. So like, it's normally weird when you see there's a rope error, right? Like, it's it's not unheard of, mm. and it's interesting to watch how the usually two people in the ring. Uh, work around that you know that becomes an interesting dance compared to a normal ring but when you have like a whole slew of people it's like gee someone's gonna trip on this thing <laughs> like you know yeah it's just, so it's a pretty pretty steep fall yeah absolutely and especially when you're not expecting it right yeah brody king big motherfucker it does uh it, it does make me think that like we've been told before that those are steel cables and obviously they put tape over them to protect the wrestlers, but like, it's not just like a hoop, right? Like it's not a hair tie. So there's like an, two ends to the steel cables and I'm, and now I'm, I'm, I can't stop thinking about like, how do they attach those? How do they get those together? Uh, engineering they, Chuck. Is it that big gob of tape that's on like one of the, the, um, turnbuckles is like that where that's where the two ends meet and they just tape it up use a whole roll of white duct tape on it or what i don't know if you know let us know hit us up at one fall show on on twitter please good lord man what should google that shit before you bring it up live <laughs> look none of us watch the fed uh except for clips on youtube we talked about metallica's catalog for about 10 minutes <laughs> like this show is just this episode's gonna be weird. <laughs> it's, it's not your typical episode of the One Fall Show, but somehow much more typical of what you can expect from our fun slapdash friends getting together, talking about wrestling and whatever else is going on in our lives. Yes, I did watch Raw last night because I knew Justin wouldn't be here, so he wouldn't, you know, be here to tell us about Raw. Um, there were some things like there were some moving parts that interested me. Um, it looks like Dewdrop and Nikki Cross might be a tag team in the future, which I can't wait for those promos because they both <laughs> have extremely thick accents. Um, and AJ Styles uh, fought a match against uh, Edge and and uh, Damian. He fought Damian Priest and beat him. So Damian Priest can't be at ringside during his match with Edge this weekend. So then Edge came down and they started beating him up. And Finn Balor came down and made the save. And then they two sweeted in the middle of the ring. Him and AJ Styles, which makes you wonder what's going on there. <laughs> but once again, as we stated earlier, like. Lucy's pulled the football enough times that I don't think our hopes are very high on any of that. Yeah, they'll probably be a tag team, you know. Yeah. Be able to sell some t-shirts, you know, the two guys that you should have on TV if they're available. 
So it gives you a way to do that. And I mean, perhaps you could build some magic. I don't think they would give them the kind of push for that, but don't you think that's where that, that would lead if any, if it's going to lead anywhere, probably what happened is they both came back and Vince McMahon was like, who's that guy? <laughs> it's Finn Balor, you fucking dummy. He's been on your roster for like eight years. And uh, like, we got nothing for him. Like there won't be a tag team. That'll be the only time we see Finn Balor. Two sweets. Everyone gets excited. You know, <laughs> and Kevin is is just crushing it with this Ezekiel stuff. Like he's essentially following Ezekiel around, and whenever he speaks to anybody, you'll hear Kevin from off camera go liar. <laughs> That's funny. That's he's essentially funny. Uh, what what was that actress's name from uh, Princess Bride that was with Billy Crystal? Oh my! Oh my! I don't know the actress's name, sir, but I know the scene you're talking about. Yes, yes. Um, where she's she's supposed to be Miracle Max's uh, wife. Wife, yes. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that might be shocking. I have not seen The Princess Bride. What? Really, I know. Do you, do you like '80s film at all? I mean, I do. I like. I'll, I like a lot of 80s films. It's just it okay. just it just never it just didn't happen. That's like legitimately the barometer I would use to say whether I would recommend you watch it or not. Like if okay. you do like some 80s film, you really should see it. It's such a treat. And it's got Andre the Giant in it. Yeah. We can do a whole show about uh yeah, we can watch the Princess Brother talk. Let's let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> we'll just watch the Princess Bride watch and do a show about Bride that. And talk instead. about that. Yep. Okay. I th- I think it I remember seeing it a year or two ago. I think I may have shown <laughs> okay. it to Amy. So next week, Justin's gonna talk about stupid backlash, and we're gonna talk about we're the just gonna talk Bride. about the princess Bride. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, you know, it I'll I will f- I, it's gotta be streaming somewhere. I'm so sure. yeah, I before I it's uh, on HBO Max. Oh, it is sweet. Maybe. Okay. Uh I will I will make sure to fucking watch Princess Bride. Righteous Gemstones on HBO Max is phenomenal. It is so good. It's like the Godfather. I will I will say this about Righteous Gemstones. Like I thought like I remember watching season one Mm -hmm. and like thinking it was going to be kind of like a fun jaunty like spoof on like televangelists and shit and yeah. like it got dark and i'm like it's like, it's, like the, no. it's that jaunty spoof mixed with the godfather it is so the second season opens up with a young eli the head of the family um, yeah. uh, um, 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 um john goodman john goodman think i was about to say mr roseanne that's where my, <laughs> that's where I, the path ah. i was going down um john goodman as a young man is a uh, pro wrestler on a heist so now we have 50 years later the old memphis territory comes back to haunt them very very funny stuff uh also i i'm watching uh, uh our flag means death which is a i was about uh, to say Ponzi if pirates if you're not watching taika watiti's pirate show it's amazing that was actually why I got HBO uh, was for that one. Yeah. Um, but while I had it, I was like, all right, I'm going to also catch up on. on yeah. I think the, the best I episode. Watch Barry. I've watched the first, the 50% or 70% of Barry like three times. Uh, and then I always end up canceling my account and going, fuck, I didn't finish watching the first season of Barry. <laughs> but I always want to restart it because right. it's so damn good. And uh, it's so damn good. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's on the list too uh carry on can you imagine if they actually like 
put together AEW content on HBO Max in the same way that like Peacock has the WWE content. I mean, I, I hope it's organized that. in a better fashion. Well, yeah, there's there's always that. There isn't a ton of it, so I mean, they can't fuck it up too hard. I mean, unless it's literally just like episode one, episode two, episode three, you have to scroll all the way back to watch the beginning. <laughs> right. Like, like it, there's there's not a whole hell, hell of a lot to compartmentalize. That's Carol true. Kane, that was who was uh, opposite oh, Billy Crystal. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know. Who, I mean, I know who she is. I think she's hilarious. She yeah. was on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and she played just a, a weirdo. She yeah, she's a, a delightful weirdo. Yeah, I'll have to um, I'll have to look into her uh, IMDb and try to find something. That's an interesting rabbit hole. So before we got Hookhausen on Friday, um, mm-hmm. Wednesday's Dynamite, pretty mm-hmm. great, right? I don't remember. I, Hookhausen was like a black <laughs> hole that sucked all of my interest in. Yeah, all right, well, to- that's the show. We don't remember Wednesday's Dynamite. Telling <laughs> you, Chuck. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had the uh, they had the opener, uh, Dax versus Cash for the Owen Hart Foundation. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, qualifier, and solid, that was yeah, solid match. Um, it was nice to see them be all just like emotional dude bros together, right? You know, uh, yeah, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Fun gear. I like their gear every time they're on. They're just like, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated, mildly horrified, but overwhelmingly joyful that they're be, becoming over as baby faces. Yeah. Just like in real time, all of that imagery that they're using was like people that scared me in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sure. Like, like yeah, I don't know, man. The the guy wearing like the the rock and rainbow colored lettering driving the van, right? Uh, he's up to no good. <laughs> he's up to no good, man. Um, I Somebody- well, it was it was really funny because like I there were spots during that match that were basically recreations of like the the Brett Owen match from yes. uh, WrestleMania ten. Yes, Amy yeah. had sent me that tweet, and I was like, those fucking nerds. Ah! <laughs> uh, I mean, other than that, like, yeah, it was a solid show. The, um, you know, it was in Philly. So when Wheeler Yuta came out, big hometown pop. Uh, so that that dude's over. Um, the Philly street fight between Sheeta and Serena Deeb, I thought was was really good. Um Surprise. Love a uh, love a Mr. Fuji salt in the eyes spot. I, well, I love the fact that uh, you know they they just had like they they telegraphed it. They should have shot it differently so you couldn't see her look for the giant bag of salt. Yeah, um, and like they could have shot. Mm, it could have been better, but uh, but yeah, I do love an old school salt. Maybe that's in the just face. the inside joke. Is that? Just like huge. <laughs> What's pro- this bag of salt huge doing? Huge production here? gaps is just. Yeah. It's a bit. They've just decided that's their thing. It's like, what if you could see how the magic works? <laughs> <laughs> what if we're the worst magicians ever? <laughs> right. <laughs> ever? Ever. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, let's see the uh, the Wardlow Lance Archer match. I thought was also you know pretty good. Uh, yeah, that Wardlow. was fights are fun. Wardlow, you know, I mean, they both look great. Wardlow went over, of course, but uh, you know, they're they're really building up Wardlow like in a real good way. And the the rumor is uh, that tomorrow night he's going to end up fighting formerly Big Cass. Uh, yeah, W W Morrissey Morrissey. I'm like like C W McCall. Uh, no, no, not the not the guy, not the guy who's about things the wrong way. Right, he's literally going to fight Morrissey. Wardlow is going to be the biggest face in AEW after yeah. he power bombs Morrissey a bunch. <laughs> Shockingly, uh, they had booked it and Morrissey did not uh, make it to the stage that night. Right, exactly. <laughs> and uh, Scorpio Sky. Thank beats, God. Beat Sammy Guevara and won back his title after Ty Conti completely shoot kicked what's his face in the groin. Oh like, yeah. Those kicks are supposed <laughs> to hit somewhere in the upper thigh. No, no. She reared back and totally blasted Dan Lambert in the groin. I don't think we're going to see Dan Lambert for a long time. I, I hope. And, and if we do, I hope he brings out like, an, like just an ice pack always. Yeah. Just constant ice pack. Yeah. Yeah. Like that looked, um, I, I hope it was an accident. Like, I don't know. Like I, I just look, I, I don't have, um, Hopefully out, that becomes outer, a bit. He's just getting cranked straight in the nuts. <laughs> I, I don't have out outside genitalia, so I don't know what that that pain is like. But I hear it's bad. Right. Um. So I'll you know I'll have to take your problematic, Erica. It's <laughs> problematic. It's a it's problematic. So I'll I'll take y'all's word for it. But uh, yeah, she she gave him what for? If she did, and then she <laughs> and then she took a super kick from uh, what was it? Uh, Penta, oh, Penta L Zero. That was a beautiful super kick too. Just in, yeah, at uh, Triple A nice. over the weekend. As fantastic stuff. Oh oh um, Shawnee, I don't know if you saw this, and I know we kind of touched on it maybe a few weeks ago. But uh, huh, Juice Robinson, old Juice Robinson, swerved us all. He's not quitting wrestling. He joined Bullet Club. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like I, I, I um, it was at uh, Wrestling Don Taku, and I still haven't had a chance to watch the event just because I've been kind of busy. But I was just scrolling through Twitter on Sunday, and then I saw that spoiler, and I went, <gasps> "Ooh, that's really smart <laughs> to do that with him." Oh, this will be good. Uh, so yeah, I mean, hooray, juice, go juice. And, and Bullet Club needs some sprucing up. Yeah, now, I would, I would assume that everything's going to be a collision course with this whole AEW, and so um, that's going to really spruce up Bullet Club as long as they're ready. You know, as long as New Japan is ready for it. I mean, it's going to be. You know, it's like a homecoming for the boys in AEW. I mean, right? Come on, right? Like uh, the nostalgia pop will be large, and hopefully, um, there's a really nice red carpet rolled out for the Bullet Club. And I mean, Juice Robinson is a fantastic athlete. Uh, you know, he's a guy who I would assume can wrestle pretty much anybody in the world. So, uh, are we going to that show? Are you? Are tickets going on sale this week, or did they go on sale already? They go on sale this Friday. So yeah, like 
Are you yeah. going to go? I I'm I'm going to try and go. If uh, you could buy me a ticket, um, you know, I mean, I'll do my own traveling. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be like hanging out with you and your husband <laughs> as the third I, wheel. I was just going to say, I'm like, um, no, honey, no. we, you no, know, no. I'm like, I, I will get my it's, own, it's... I will get my own room board and everything, but it would be nice. I mean, if you don't mind that we sit together, wrestling show. yeah, that's fine. And yeah, we're, yeah, we'll certainly like, you know, we'll do the same thing that we did when we fortunately got all in tickets. We'll get all of our devices and just start right. getting in line. So yeah, I uh, I have no problem doing that. They haven't uh, listed ticket prices, which makes me nervous. Mm. Um, I have no well, you know we we could talk off air um, <laughs> as far as how much you're willing to spend. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I could do that. That's no problem. I just if anything, I'm like I'm like I don't know what you're gonna do about your room and board because you know I was kind of hoping to have relations. Yeah, no, I, I will do my own. Yes, uh, I'll, I'll just probably, sit in the corner and probably be quiet. Hop on the train. Do we no. have a train that goes to Chicago? Right? I think so. That seems train. that seems like something that we do. There's a train. Actually, we had a fast train, but I guess we have some kind of old timey train that isn't particularly <laughs> fast. It's always <laughs> been my understanding of the train uh, in this region. Um, I understand that there are things called bullet trains. Uh, that rise above the earth with magnetic power and go very, very fast. We don't have any of those. Uh, I think it takes much, much longer to get to Chicago by train than it does uh, by car. You know how weird. hard it is to jump in a boxcar and a bullet train? I <laughs> Bullet train is fine, Chuck. <laughs> anyway, yes, we. I will definitely look for uh, a three three-seater so just once again you're responsible for your own hotel because my husband and i aren't alone a lot yeah no that's uh, so totally. i'm sorry we're gonna we're gonna take advantage of that hotel god yeah, damn it. no no I, I'll, I'll you know I'll, I'll be good good i travel i travel well wellish as long as i remember my meds well uh <laughs> then i will check in with you uh that morning be like do you have your meds do you have your meds do you have your meds? Double check. Check again. It's fine. I'm like, I'll just give you some of mine. It'll be fine. Right. <laughs> right. Meds right? are meds, right? I'm like, if we couple this Lexapro and the Xanax, that should be okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> They're all low dose. That would mix. get me through. That would get me through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be ideal, but it would give me that serotonin bump. I don't know, Chicago doesn't have legal weed yet, do they? I've discovered that if uh, if I'm going into withdrawals from my psych, uh, psychoactive medication, I can eat a little THC, and that will also stop me from getting those brain zaps. That's a good question. I don't know what their uh, laws also are. Also not supposed to uh, engage in drug use when you're on meds, Chuck. I've, I've, been, I've been told that before. I haven't followed that rule, but I've been told that before. Uh, pursuant to state law, adults over 21 can legally possess, consume, and purchase cannabis in Illinois beginning. Oh, yeah. I guess it looks like it's legal. Nice. Excellent. All right. Bring See, you've got fancy it. wizard pipe. <laughs> Bring, check that on the train. I have my pipe. 
I'm off I'll be, to the wrestling. I'll be scanning the crowd at home on, on pay-per-view for the for the wizard pipe. Be like, there they are. <laughs> I know them. Oh, I'll have to figure out. I, I'm getting an order from Pro Wrestling Tees soon. I uh, I invested in a lot of uh, tank tops because apparently sun's out, guns out, or at least trying to be sun's out. It's been well, yeah, not today, but a dreary, oh, shitty day. Oh, cold rain. Nothing yeah. like a spring cold rain, Erica. Yes. Um, well, I, I got I got four tank tops. I got um, a Kenny Omega one, which it's a really cool logo. Um, I have the hangman shirt, which I believe I mentioned before it, the logo reminds me of the cover from, of Bob Seger's against the wind album. Huh. Like I, I'll have to share, I'll have to share it with you and have it. And if you look at it, you'll go, I see it. Um, I bought like a fun, like just an AEW pride shirt um, because you know, Nice. Why not? Rainbows are fun. Hell yeah. Um, and then I do not care much for Moxley's AEW merch, but his designs in New Japan are dope as fuck. <laughs> uh, so like I got like, a, it's like a, you know, it's two, two-sided. Yeah, technically, um, where it just has Mox on the front, but it says Death Rider with like this skull man. It looks <laughs> really cool. I love it. Is it Tomo Ishii that he fought in New Japan that was like the comedic character that beat him and that's the screenshot you see all the time of him just looking shocked. Uh no, that's um I don't know if Yano beat Moxley. Maybe he did. I can't recall. Maybe like like if especially if yeah, cuz Moxley was in the G1 and like Yano's usually in the G1 just to, you know, fuck around with people. Right. Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe he was one of the the guys who uh, Yano tricked somehow into beating. Did we talk yeah. about the the G one announcement? Like, there's some impact guys in there and shit. Uh, well, that's the best of the super juniors. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's okay. But like, it, it's it's um, if anything, the announcement of the best of the super juniors uh, roster. You have a Wheeler Yuta's in that as well. Yes. Uh, you have Ace Austin, uh, who who's in there. Um, there's a couple other guys whose names escape me, but it's promising to see the foreign talent come over because that must mean that Japan is loosening their um, right. travel restrictions, which is uh, all wonderful for me on a selfish level because I'm saving for a trip to Japan with the family. You want to uh, be in the Tokyo Dome. Oh my god! Like, can you buy me a ticket, Eric? Yeah, Eric, Eric <laughs> can you can you give me a ticket to that too? Yeah, thanks. Cool. Thanks, girl. Bye. Um, I don't like. I don't know when we're gonna go, but like, yeah. If if we happen to go during Wrestle Kingdom, it's just like, all right. Uh, all right yeah. I mean, because this this trip is obviously gonna. It's supposed to be like a big graduation slash birthday present for right. Yumi. And you know, it's just going to be one of those things where it's like, I know this this trip is kind of like your gift, but uh, your dad and I are going to fuck off and go watch wrestling. Uh, you could come, <laughs> right? It'd right. be cool, or you can just walk around. I don't know. If anything, they'd, they'd probably be like, "No, you go to the wrestling. I'll just, you know, hang out at a cafe and play video exactly. games. So go check out all the cool manga. Yeah." Yeah, like we're already kind of mentally planning like, crap, we're going to have to like 
we'll have to like pack a lot of luggage, but we should bring yes. just like a couple empty bags yes. just to be like, here's all the shit we bought from right. Japan. Exactly. Fill so. it with manga and, and statues and toys and whatnot. Yeah. They got cool shit. They sure do. <laughs> it's very exciting. But anyway, enough about my hopeful plans. Wrestling, huh? How about that? All right. Well, let, let's wrap up the wrestling talk here because um, so Gunther yeah. uh, said in a recent interview that it was his decision to change his diet and workout now huh. that he's on a bigger stage. Okay. Um, I, I guess he's decided he needs to look more like other people look when they're on the big stage of the WWE. So I yeah. mean, if that if that's if that's true, if you know he's not just saying it because he doesn't want people to think that he's been shamed into trying to not look like a potato. Hey, he was a scary potato. He was the scariest potato I've ever seen. Could deliver potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Still, still can. Still goddamn scary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and this weekend also sees uh, Impact's Under Siege on Saturday, May 7th. Uh, tomorrow, Ishii is going to fight. Somebody still goes on and on, doesn't it? <laughs> Tomohiro Ishii is going to fight Josh Alexander for their title. Uh, the Bullet Club, Jay White, uh, Gallows and Anderson, El Fantasmo and Chris Bay are going to fight the uh honor no more faction with that mike actually bennett might be a good fight matt that taven ty valkyrie gonna... didn't mike bennett have all kinds of fucking issues he did and wwe paid for like a whole bunch of it and then they just released him oh no <clears throat> i apologize mike bennett's not who i was thinking of there's a different indie wrestler that mike mike bennett came back from okay yeah no when i said no never mind Carry on. Can you repeat that, that team, please? Mike Bennett. Different issues, different issues. Um, the Honor No More team is Eddie Edwards, Kenny King, Vincent, Matt Taven, and Mike Bennett. Mm. 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 Uh, not, I mean, it's it's a lot of talent, but I, the, 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 the whole mainstream world is just so talent-rich anymore. Yeah. That it's like, you know, it's it's... I'm not if you said I could go here and watch this match right now, I would definitely do it. Yeah. But I don't know that I'm going to remember to buy pirate the pay-per-view <laughs> come whenever it actually airs live. Uh, the Briscoes are going to be in action for the tag team titles. And uh, Ty Valkyrie is going to fight Deanna Perrazzo for the triple A uh, title. That might be a, a really good match. Like, I'd like to see yeah, that. It is. Yeah. I was real excited to see her get to NXT. It's too bad she got there just in time for them to change NXT to something unwatchable. Um, so I'm happy to see her essentially come home. And I look forward to her and Rosemary uh, getting up to no good again. Well, um, well speaking of, Deanna Perrazzo is going to be appearing on um, AEW television this week uh, because it's her and uh, mercedes martinez mercedes martinez is the interim roh women's champion right um diana perrazzo couldn't make a gig to fight or for either way like they they did the kind of like that schmozzy thing where remember how cody and and sammy 
both had the TNT title. Yes. Like that's basically what they're doing with this ROH women's titles. So um, I'm excited to see that match. I think that match this week is going to be pretty dope too. Cause I, I'd like Deanna Peraza is just a really solid ring technician. Um, and then Mercedes Martinez has that, just that mean streak. And it's just, it, it'll be, right. it's, it'll be exciting to see a, a, a marquee women's match that we really haven't seen uh, before, or at least in a long time on, on television. So, so that, that, that'll be solid. Yeah, I and, agree. Um, Those are two women who, <clears throat> excuse me, whose long-term storytelling will be important, you know, and the, the intersection of those careers is, I mean, it's always going to be worth watching. And it's so rare at this point, right? <clears throat> it's it's very rare that we get a women's match where you're like, oh, this is, this is sort of uh, what we'd call a dream match. Mm-hmm. Um, largely because you got the two large closed systems and then, Unfortunately, that's the one thing that, excuse me, New Japan lacks in is they have the whole secondary and it's like it's it's like a whole different layer, a whole new rabbit hole you have to go down to get to to most of the because they don't they have a sort of a sister company? Well, the stardom like in in this year, there was actually a stardom match that was uh that was shown during wrestle kingdom which is a very big deal yeah um, like before like they would have like a startup match like as like the dark match or whatever uh but like this time they actually made the main card which is great and like like those ladies kick ass <laughs> they're so good stardom's <laughs> awesome yeah i mean well so many moves have come out of that school it's just been interesting because we had that was aew put on that tournament right and it was sort of the weird like it was mid-pandemic and like there was just sort of like a banner up they're like okay they mailed that banner out there and that was like the only communication we had across the ocean which is scary when a billionaire can only get a banner across the ocean (laughs) um but it was it was good but it also felt kind of like slow motiony like we weren't seeing the best stuff that it had to offer and i i don't think it resonated in the way that it should have but it um i mean to get to see the two styles work together and find that flow with one another i think will be really really cool whenever it can happen i mean we just see these sort of single stars come over and it's I don't know if it's, if it's making huge waves or maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe we are seeing that first sort of movement, but you understand what I'm saying there where. I, I, I do understand what you're saying. And, and like, I feel like we would be further along with, with that partnership had it not have been for the pandemic. Absolutely. Yes. Like, I mean, it yeah. definitely could. I mean, it, it from the jump, especially since I know Kenny Omega was really heavily involved with like the women's division and, and, and offering kind of like, kind of like bridging between AEW and, and like the Joshi uh, wrestlers and stuff. Um, But then, you know, like clearly they, I mean, shoot, wasn't Riho like the first women's champ? (laughs) Yeah. 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 So clearly like from the jump, they had a plan to have, uh, these Japanese women heavily involved with the the entire uh, division, but I think then, you Tony know. has been pretty like on the record about that. Like, like yo, Joshi wrestling was supposed to be like a huge part of our launch, and that just was not to be. Yeah. So I mean, it's just stupid plague. 
Yeah, well, that's something. The plague that, and, uh, go ahead, Chuck. I was going to say that's something you're seeing in AEW Dark too. Is that so, like some of those wrestlers are are filtering back in? Like uh, Emmy's, I think it's Emmy Sakura. Sakura. Sakura, yeah. Like she's been on Dark pretty consistently the last month or so. Mm. All right. I'm just looking at, uh, oh. I'm looking at, you know, because uh, Dark was last, or Dark Elevation was last night, Dark is tonight. Mm-hmm. I read over the weekend that, um, I think it's for tonight's Dark, there's a match, yeah, the Varsity Blondes versus the Work Horsemen. And uh, after the match, the Varsity Blondes uh, say something along the lines of, if the House of Black wants Julia Hart, they can come and get her. Uh-huh. Makes me excited. Oh, I'm Julia the horseman that's the way it's written here but i don't i think that's wrong that the work horsemen jd drake and anthony henry oh yeah yeah okay okay i know i'm like what's a horseman horseman (laughs) i like that jd drake is still employed by AEW. he he was uh always a fun guy to run into at the evolve shows he was just like he's like uh I, I could help you if I knew anything about technology. Like that was, it. <laughs> was just like, I'm just a simple traveling uh, carny, uh, but it's nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a report too, that Stu Grayson is no longer on the uh, AW roster. Yeah. Reportedly like his contract is another one that just, I guess, ran up or ran out. Um, right. Although it and- does sound like this one, was uh they had just not been able to come to an agreement and the door would still be open so it sounded more like there was an active participation and for whatever reason he's testing the waters that was the impression i got now of course this is all still speculation and you know right but right the last several the marco stunts um um the last several janela yes had been like just like of Tony's not returning my calls anymore. Right. You know, they're waiting three and four weeks and then they're like, uh, so I guess I don't have a job anymore. Uh, That's kind of weird. And then, you know, if Tony's asked about it later, he's like, "Ah, I'm busy. (laughs) (laughs) Not the best way to do business, but this sounded more like it was, but you know, I guess, I guess uh, time will tell on that, but that was the impression I got. And that this was the other reason I wanted to bring up AEW uh, Dark and Elevation is because on last night's Dark Elevation, Tony Nese fought Cheeseburger, oh. the Ring of Honor. <laughs> yeah, and and this is something that uh, both Eric and I kind of talked about. Like, it's really cool seeing like the Ring of Honor guys like kind of come in and and get get their reps and stuff because clearly they're still trying to work out what exactly they're going to do with Ring of Honor and how it's going to be utilized within the entire company as a whole yeah. uh reportedly hold on I, I think i saw let me let me uh go to yeah, my yeah, while you emails look, yeah uh, while you look um I, I i do chuck how long do you think they can go without st- at least sort of giving us a hint about what ring of honor is going to look like I thought it was bold to just throw all their titles out there. Like, you yeah. know, if this goes on for six months or a year, won't it feel like there's just like this title laden uh, company? Like, oh, for sure. 
for sure. When you've got, you know, like it, it would be like if all of the Raw and SmackDown titles were on every show every week. Um, right. It would, it would be maddening. Every title would be, or every match would be some kind of title match. It would be just insanity. Would be I would think by telegraphed. Yeah. I would think by the middle of the summer, we should have some kind of idea what Ring of Honor is going to be going forward. Uh, so it, you know, potentially this could be, this could be ring of honor news. Supposedly there's been rumblings that a new AEW show is coming to TBS. Um, they, this, you know, uh, this is from Fightful Select. Uh, we've gained word from several readers that they received an email for ringleaders claiming a new AEW show is on the way. The email reads a new AEW show is coming to TBS. We want to know what you think this new show should be named in the below survey. Um, so here are some potential names of this show um, to the top, which I kind of like from the jump uh, fight to the finish all access, which nah, no yeah. uh, breakout. Now, uprise, eh. uh, the climb, no, to the mat, uh, okay, road, road to the belt, uh, friends and enemies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Uh, and then A-E-W, the last W, friends, friends and, enemies. and enemies. Uh, and then the last one was grit and glory. So I'm trying to picture Mark Henry saying any of these. Some of them work. Some of them do not. I think to the top, if we're talking about Mark Henry saying it right. to the top, right? <laughs> it's time for the main event. God, it's that is so over to go to the top. <laughs> it's time for friends and enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so friends and enemies is going to be the title of this episode, right? I would hope so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll show friends and enemies. <laughs> I'll show friends and enemies. <laughs> <sighs> well, I think, I think that about wraps it up y'all. I think so. I think, I think we did it. We did it. We, we did our best, man. Uh, I sure do appreciate JV prepping all the stuff that he does. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Bless him. Um, I think this is more fun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, don't let him know that, but keep this in here. It could be fun. I don't know. He might listen. I don't know. Well, I think uh, if if we follow through with our plan to watch the princess bride and only talk about that next week between WWE stuff, then. Oh, he will be so mad. It's going to be an amazing, uh, amazing bit. I like it. Oh my God. Please just open up the show with Princess Bride stuff and just have him go like, what? Yeah. What are we talking Mal- about? Oh, yeah, let's full, if, if, if you're committed, let's full kayfabe it. <laughs> okay. I, I will watch it though. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because that, that is like a big gap in my movie viewing. Like it, it's one of those movies. It's like, how have you not seen it? I don't know. Yeah. Right? I just, I, I do my best. I try. Have have an edible and pull up uh, HBO Max or Amazon Prime or wherever it is, and sit back, have a good time. I Look mean, at the wonderment of a young Fred Savage. I mean, I, I don't, 
I don't, I don't need to watch HBO Max to have a good time. Uh, for you know, just be like, I could just sit there and just be like, right, right, like, cool. <laughs> My body feels all tingly. <laughs> yeah that's basically what happens inside my head uh, uh, on the gummies so we're gonna watch the princess bride and all eat edibles and then no sell justin next week that's what we're doing <laughs> yes <laughs> perfect God, he's well, gonna no, be, we'll God, alternate he's like i'll ask him so what happened on raw and he'll tell me something and then we'll go back to a part of the princess bride we really liked and then uh-huh. once we've it. exhausted that we'll be like so was that everything that was on Raw? Well, no, this happened. Oh, that's cool. So Billy Crystal is so good in this movie. Let me talk about this for a minute. I mean, really, we only have to do Backlash, right? Like, uh, who cares what happens when we're on SmackDown? <laughs> <laughs> well, considering the Backlash card, who cares about that, too? But if you care, I'm sure JV is going to be doing his uh, sports talk PPV POD SMG lyz yeah. this week so yeah yeah the, the, the valentine you can hear all about happy corbin versus madcap moss sports bobby lashley and omos sports jv sports talk jv sports talk ppv pod yeah it sounds about right johnny yeah. where can people find you online uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram at shawnee.constant. Still not doing a ton there right now, but uh, yeah, you can find me there. And uh, I'm doing some other stuff. I'm, I'm very excited about a project uh, right now. And uh, I'm ready to cast aside all that stands in my way, including watching the WWE. <laughs> I'm going to be a thorn in Justin's side until this show explodes or implodes. <laughs> I'm 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 uh, I'm going full heel, full heel, Chuck. Laying down the gauntlet like, right now. I don't, I don't know like if he's going to listen to this. None of us know if he's going to listen to this. He very well may listen to this. If he does, I'm coming for you, Ooh. bitch. Ooh, yikes! All right, so this. Uh, we... I, I don't want to do this show anymore, Chuck. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Erica, where can people find you online? Uh, well, Twitter and Instagram oh, at Erica uh, underscore Bannis. Uh, oh. uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Our North Star, our scales of justice, award-winning white woman, <laughs> keynote, keynote speaker, keynote listener, Jack to the gills, Erica Bennis. Okay. Where nice. do people find nice. you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Erica underscore Bannis. Uh, you can read some of my latest, like big featurey pieces at ericabannis.com or worst comes to worst, Google me. That's fine. You, you'll find you'll, yeah. you'll find what you Google need it. out there. Yeah, that'll work for sure. And you can find this show uh, wherever you get your podcast, but you can watch us record it live. Uh, I think we're maybe changing Tuesday nights for the foreseeable future, but usually Monday, Tuesday night uh, over at twitch.tv backslash Chizuk. And that's also where you can find Nerd Radio on Wednesday afternoons. Thank you all also for uh, uh, robleifeldfeet.com. Yeah, I've, he- I've heard that's also a place where you can get your Nerd Radio fix. Thanks for listening to the One Fall Show. Enjoy some wrestling. There's plenty to watch and i'm sure there's something in it somewhere that you will enjoy take us home shawnee
Yes. Oh, next week, um, Justin's going to wear his gold jacket. I'm actually very much looking forward to that. Very much looking forward to that. You may have to put your heel turn off just one week. Well, I will say this. Uh, Hopefully he has listened to this and he has um, sort of a promo prepared Ah. and we won't actually go at it. It's just his opportunity to return fire, so to speak. I see. You know, it's uh, storytelling, Chuck 101. I don't know why I have to explain this to you. Well, have fun, everybody. Be safe. Don't fall in the hole. Like, say your fucking line. (laughs) You know, I blame this gray, rainy day.